Peace and blessings, beautiful people. Peace and blessings. Thank you for joining me at this Sip and Serve. If this is your first time here, I am Empress Imani, inspirational teacher of Sacred Love Lessons. I help women to honor the love within so they can manifest the life of their dreams. And if you are not here live, if you're on the replay, thank you for joining us. And leave us a comment and let us know that you are here. So you guys, it's been a while and I just really want to say that I miss you, that I love you and I am really glad to be here. I don't know if you brought anything to sip on today. This is what I am drinking. This is called San Francisco Pox. It is um, a peach flavored Mexican drink that I got and wife got it. She's drinking the Mora. What is Mora? Mora's blueberry. Blueberry. This is blueberry. And so we are sipping as we serve. Welcome again. You are so welcome to be here. So you guys, I just wanted to pop my head in. It's been forever since I've seen you last in this way and just wanted to share what's going on with me today. Give you some updates about my life, where I am on my journey and how you too can manifest the life of your dreams. So for those of you who don't know, I left the U.S. in June of 2021, Wife Goddess and I, we left and we moved to a different country and we love it. We love it here. And since that time, we have been traveling to other countries just to explore ever since I was a little girl and as well as she, we both had dreams of traveling the world. I always saw myself as a global citizen and of course, you know, life takes over. And for those of you who don't know, I was pregnant at the age of 14. I was in eighth grade. And so as long as I can remember, I have had responsibility. Even prior to that, I was taking care of my younger siblings. And so dreams kept being put on the back burner, my dreams. I kept choosing to put my dreams on the back burner. And then finally, when the pandemic hit in 2020, I realized that I was doing a lot of dreaming, but I was not taking a lot of action on my dreams. So I began to jump into action and just, you know, to see what is available in the world for me, because I am a global citizen, right? And so some of the things that we've been doing lately is we have been traveling in the country of Mexico. Last year, Wife Goddess and I, we went to several different places. If you look at my YouTube channel, you'll see a video from August 8th. For the 8-8 portal, we went up into the mountains of Matsumilla. It was magical. What state is that? I'm not sure. Is that in Jalisco? I think that's actually still in Jalisco. Okay. So we were in the state of Jalisco. The country of Mexico has 31 states, I believe. And we were in the state of Jalisco. And so there were several places that we went to in the mountains. For those of you who already know, you know that we lived in South Florida. We were living near the beach, less than a mile to the beach. And we went to the beach almost every day. If you see us on Facebook, you'll see a lot of beach videos where we were there almost every day. So in this phase of our life, we're more into the mountains at this point. And so our most recent travel was in the state of Chiapas, Mexico. That's in the southern part of Mexico. It borders with the country Guatemala. And so we was down there this past weekend for five days. It was like five days. Last week and last weekend, we were down there and we had an amazing time. So I'm just going to share a little bit about that with you, right? 
So before we even get into that, though, I just want to say that our focus today is all about sunsets. We're in this season. And shout out to all of you who have had birthdays during the fall season. Happy solar return. My solar return was last weekend during this time of the year. Fall is my favorite time of the year, not just because it's my solar return, but because it's an opportunity for me to focus on transformation, right? To go on a journey within this time of year as we get ready for winter, it is a time to take the journey of self-discovery, right? I call it the golden path. So while we're on this golden path, as we sip, sip our drink, let me get a sip, hold on. As we sip our drink on this golden path, it's all about, you know, setting our intentions. And I have some notes here because I don't want to forget. So if you see me looking down, that's what I'm doing. So our first intention is to focus on being a better you and enjoying the present moment. Focus on being a better you and enjoying the present moment. I know for me, Wife Goddess and I, we released our investors, aka Jobs, last year. So we could move abroad, right? And if you're anything like me, you're used to working. I'm used to working. I'm an attorney by trade. And I'm just used to working all the time, you know, sometimes 10, 12, 14 hour days. So when I released my investor, aka job, it was a challenge for me to just like bring it down, to calm down, to relax into the present moment because I'm so used to planning. I'm so used to being focused on manifesting. I'm so used to being focused on serving others in my profession that it was like, okay, I need to just relax, focus on this moment. What do I need to do? What do I need to be? Where do I need to be in this moment? Not what happened five minutes ago, not what I have to do, you know, five minutes from now, but right now in this moment. So our intention today, our first intention, is to just focus on being a better you and enjoy the present moment right now, right here, right? And then our second intention is to manifest your dreams to life. When you guys hear me talk about manifesting, what I'm talking about is bringing your heart's desires in alignment with your purpose. You know, oftentimes life looks like this, right? You know, it looks like that. But when you're in full alignment like this, full and complete alignment, you're able to manifest quick or faster, right? And so, and it's something that you really want because you can manifest the other way too. If you're out of alignment, you can manifest things that you don't want as well. So when I say focus on manifesting, right? Manifest your life, manifest your dreams to life. I am referring to manifesting, in alignment with your purpose, whatever that is for you. And, and if you say, well, Imani, I don't know my purpose. Your purpose right now is to be present in this moment and to have a sip. Take another sip. Everybody take a sip, drink up. That's it. That's purpose. A lot of people think purpose is this grandiose thing and the sky has to open and you have to be like, ah, but it doesn't have to be that way, okay? Number three. You want to be grateful. Now you guys know White Goddess is the goddess of gratitude. And in this moment, you want to be grateful for the good that you already have. If you listen to our podcast at sacredlovelessons.com, 
You know, oftentimes I will shout out Capital One. They're not our sponsor, but I love their tagline when they say, what's in your wallet? Because I believe in doing a prosperity check. I got that from White Goddess too, prosperity check. And when we do a prosperity check, we check our wallets. We see what do we have? What resources do we have available? What energy do we have available right now to expand? How much money do we have available right now? What are the resources that we have right now? So in this moment, be grateful for what you already have. Even though you may desire more, be grateful for what you have. That's how you get more, right? Okay, so while we were on this trip, this five-day trip in the state of Chiapas, we went to the city called San Cristobal de la Casas. This is a very beautiful place. How would you describe it? It is a mixture of old school Mexico, because a lot of the architecture reminds you of old school Mexico, but you see a lot of the European influence in it too. Colonial. Colonial influence, mm -hmm. because we have a lot of traditional tribal influence inside of uh, San Cristobal de la Casa, mm -hmm. but you also see where the Europeans had their colonial influence as well. It's a very beautiful city with its fusion and the people really make it come alive. Exactly, thank you, I got it. Two things that really stood out with me in San Cristobal. One was the nature. It was so beautiful. Nature was just everywhere. You know, birds, all that kind of stuff. You could hear them. They were just everywhere. The mountains, the plush greenery in the mountains, that was just, it looked like one of those coffee commercials. And San Cristobal is known for their coffee, not just San Cristobal, but the state of Chiapas. A lot of the Mexican coffee is produced in Chiapas. And so that was one thing that I noticed. And then the other thing that I noticed when we were walking around and just, you know, touring the city, there were a lot of women, indigenous women. And these women, all of them were beautiful. And, you know, in their own way, they were all beautiful. You could tell a lot of them were mothers. Some of them had their children with them. You saw the traditional wraps, the way they held their children on their backs, the skirts that they had. And that was one thing that I really noticed is that it seemed to me that there were different tribes of indigenous women. And each woman that belonged to a certain tribe, her tribe had on a particular skirt. And each skirt was beautiful. One woman, she actually let us touch her skirt and it was very heavy. Now, when you looked at the skirt, you wouldn't think that the skirt had that kind of weight. I thought it was more like tule, cotton fabric. It was really pretty, it was black. But when she let me touch it, I forgot what kind of animal she said it came from, but wife goddess thought it was alpaca. Yeah, I thought it was alpaca, but it was super thick. It was super thick because it gets cold. Very coarse on it. Right, it gets cold there. It gets really cold in Chiapas at night. And so, and they're out all day, right? And so she had on this skirt and everyone was so loving and so friendly. So we saw these ladies. Then we went into this store. We go into the store and there's this one lady. I didn't know anything about her. I'd never seen her before, but her face was over all of the products. And I don't even know what drew us into the store because we hadn't been going into stores like that that day, but we went into that one. And so anyway, so we go in there, I see this t-shirt. I have it on right now, I'm gonna show it to you. And the shirt says, Las Mujeres con la dignidad rebelde. And that means women with rebellious dignity. And so I purchased the shirt and then 
We went to another place later on that day, like a cafe, where we got the wine from, where we got the wine that we're drinking right now. And they had a picture of this lady inside of a curio cabinet and it had some other stuff in there, but she was in there. So I asked the gentleman who spoke English to explain to me who this woman is, who is she? And so he said, her name is Ramona. Her name is Ramona and Ramona was a Zapatista. And so I'm gonna read to you a little bit about Ramona. It really got my attention because I know a Ramona personally. And so I was like, okay, well, let me hear about this Ramona because I had seen her like several times I had seen her. So let me show you the story about Ramona. Ramona the Zapatista revolutionary warrior princess. That's who I'm talking about today. Her fight was against poverty, isolation, illiteracy, and recovery of disputed land. Ramona took control of the city of San Cristobal de las Casas, the formal capital of Chiapas during the January 1st, 1994 Zapatista uprising. Ramona was born into the Zatzil Maya community in the highlands of Chiapas, Mexico. She was famous for being masked and clothed in traditional indigenous dresses. She has now become a role model and a beacon of hope to millions of Mexican women, particularly the indigenous people of Chiapas. Vendors in her hometown have created a doll replica of Ramona to honor her legacy. Ramona ascended, um, I forgot what year, but she's no longer in this dimension. She has ascended, but she left a huge legacy for all of the women, uh, Mexican women, especially the indigenous women in Mexico. And so the next day we went to this amazing place called Agua Azul Waterfalls. You guys can Google that. It's an amazing place. You can get on YouTube and find videos of it. I actually put a video of our travel, just a small snippet in our shorts on my YouTube channel, Eddie Monty Stankofa. You can see it there. It's amazing. The water is turquoise blue. It has cascading waterfalls like all over the place. It's a very peaceful place. This area of Chiapas, Mexico is inhabited by the Mayan people and they live there. Some of them live there and they were all over the place. So some of the people that live there, they have vendor spots set up that you can shop with. And there was one Mayan woman, we stopped at her booth and guess who I saw at her booth? I saw Ramona, the Zapatista warrior princess. She was at Agua Azul and so I purchased her. And so when I picked her up, because by then I had already seen the t-shirt, I had already talked to the gentleman who explained to me who she was. And then we get to Agua Azul and I see Ramona there in a doll form as well. And so I felt like this was a sign, an omen for me to get this doll. I bought it for the Ramona that I know in my own personal life. And hopefully she can tap into this warrior princess energy from Ramona the Zapatista. As you can see, they wear the facial guards there. When you see the Zapatista women, they tend to cover their faces. So that's how you know those type of women that belong to that tribe as well, they will cover their faces. She was definitely a soldier. She belonged to the Zapatista army. They called her Comandanta. 
Commandanta Ramona. She's known by some of the warriors by that name. And that was her title within the army. I think that was the number two person within the army. So I just wanted to share a little bit of that historical fact that I learned about on my trip in Chiapas. Ramona is definitely an inspiration to women all over the world. So how can you manifest your own dreams to life? I'm so glad you asked. I have some notes here and I'm gonna share those with you in just a moment. So the first thing that you wanna do when you are manifesting your dreams to life, and this is what I always do, is I ask for guidance. Ask your spiritual guides for guidance. Whatever you believe in, it's up to you. If you say, hey, I don't believe in anything, then surely you believe in yourself. Ask your higher self, right? Ask your higher self, what is your next step? and your higher self will speak back to you. For me, I go to my spirit guides, I talk to my angels, I work very closely with my angels, I talk to the most high, I listen to my own intuition, I talk to my own higher self, I talk to my guardian angels, I talk to my Orishas, and so that's where I go. But no matter who you go to, whether it be your higher self, your intuition, or the most high, you want to ask for divine guidance before you set out on your manifesting journey, right? So that's step one. Step two, I would say, live your life as a positive example for others. You will be amazed at who's watching you. You never know who's watching and whether no one is watching you at all. You see you, right? You see you. And so you want to live life on a high vibration as high as you possibly can, right? Because we're all doing the best that we can do. You want to live life as high as you possibly can. And just know that wherever someone else is in their journey, they're right where they're supposed to be, right? Your journey is unique to you, right? No matter what anyone else is doing, your journey is unique to you. And you're right where you're supposed to be as well as they are, right? So that's number two. And then number three, you want to release and let go. Let go of any situations, people, places, things, any limiting beliefs, any habits that will prohibit you from rising up higher in your vibration. You want to release and let that go. And this time of year is the perfect time for that. I believe that's why it's called fall because this is the time where things should be falling away, things that we no longer need. If you look at the trees and the plants, the trees turn colors in most places, they turn different colors and then they fall away because they're no longer needed during this season. Now is the season for everything to go inward. We're on the golden path, the journey, the self-discovery journey inward. So you wanna release things. And then the final thing I would say is to learn from life lessons. Okay, this particular step is so important because if you don't learn the lesson, you will repeat it. It's like school, if you don't learn, then you have to repeat the grade level again, right? So life is the same way. Learn the life lessons, whatever that is, it could be anything, but learn the lesson and then apply that lesson, transform it into wisdom and apply it to your life so you can again, rise higher in your vibration. So that's all I have for you today. I do have one affirmation that I would like to leave you with. This is from the Gaia Oracle by Tony Carmine Salerno. This affirmation is very powerful. I use it and I believe it can help you. I am free from all negative attachments. I am guided by the power of love. 
I look beyond my fears and I see only love. I deserve to be happy. I choose to follow my heart. I am free from all negative attachments. I am guided by the power of love. I look beyond my fears and I see only love. I deserve to be happy. I choose to follow my heart. I am free from all negative attachments. I am guided by the power of love. I look beyond my fears and see only love. I deserve to be happy. I choose to follow my heart. So that's all I have for you today. Thank you for joining me on this Sip and Serve. And until we speak again, be the light.